morning, everyone, and welcome to the 15th episode of Disability Discrimination Band starting now. I am your host, Lindsay, and today we are rejoined by one of my previous guests, Sam Shusko, who joined us as my very first interviewee of the podcast. Now, before Sam joins the show, we are reaching the near the end of season one. Now, I know I know it's very sad that I'll be doing a season finale, but I want to have a lot of the episodes planned out for season two. And um, so we are at episode 15 and including this one, my season finale episode will be episode 20. Um, now I filmed our season finale episode this past Tuesday, June 20th. I am very excited for all of you to hear the guest more about the finale uh, episode being posted will be updated soon. And uh, so so all of you can go and listen to this person that I was very, very fortunate to get on the podcast. I was the most nervous interviewing him. I hope to have them on again. I said that country style again in the future of the podcast. Now that Sam is joining the show, we are going to talk about 10 myths surrounding around people who have disabilities or limitations. Welcome to the show, Sam. Hi, Lindsay. Uh, thanks again for having me. I'm so glad to be back on here. I very much enjoyed our last episode, so I very much appreciate you asking me to come back. I am very, very happy you were able to come back. So this episode format, guys, will be a little different because I'll be reading the myths surrounding disabilities. And then Sam and I will be con uh will be commentating on what what we believe about it because of course it is myth. Um and to quote where I'm getting the information from, I got this from Mark Wynn's consulting website. So if Mark Wynn's company listens to this podcast episode, thank you for, for putting this information on your website. Sam, this is the first one. All right. A person's disability defines who they are as an as a individual. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna first comment on that because when I read it, that's the one I got most fired up about it. Okay. You guys have heard me say in the last 15 episodes that just because I we have disabilities, it doesn't define us for goodness sakes. I mean, we we are more than capable to do whatever we put our mind to. And if you guys really believe it, you are the dumbest people in the world. I am sorry for saying that, but in this podcast, I am going to be saying how I truly feel about it. Sam? Yeah, no, I agree. Um, someone, you know, person's disability doesn't, it, right, it doesn't, it doesn't define who I am. I don't let my uh, learning difference define me. Um, I, um, granted, I, it, I definitely, you know, sometimes I struggle because of it, but I find ways to overcome those challenges. And I am, and I have still been able to be successful with my, uh, learning difference. So, you know, I would just encourage, um, you to not put a label, to not use that as a label for someone, um, because they are, you know, people with, a, people with any kind of disability are just as capable of doing things um as someone without it so i would you know so like i said i think my food for thought for this one is i would encourage us to not put labels on someone just because of of something that they have no control over yes so the second one is i agree with everything you're saying sam i feel like with you and i and me and the season finale guests that we're having or I'm having, we we share the same terminology, if that makes sense. Do you understand what I mean by that? Yes, that makes sense. Absolutely, 100%. And so just in case there are people listening that do not understand what I mean by terminology, I'm saying the definition in my view of terminology is we have the same beliefs. Like you've heard me say multiple times in this podcast, I want people who suffer from disabilities or limitations to know that they are not in this, in this battle alone, basically, because you probably could call it a battle, Sam, wouldn't you think? Um, yeah. Um, yeah, honestly. Yeah. Because I feel like, you know, sometimes, um, you know, yeah, honestly. Yeah. Cause sometimes people don't always, you know, I'm trying to think of the best way of saying it, but yeah, you are right. Yeah. Because people, you know, not everyone, at least in my experience, sometimes people without learning differences, they don't really know what it's like for someone with a learning difference. And I don't know if they mean to be judgmental or, or you know, closed-minded, but I think a lot of it comes from being, un un being uneducated about the facts about people with learning differences. And so I think when, when people don't know something, we just tend to assume things. And I also have to think, think it, it comes with the way that we're brought up too. Yeah. I, um, and people can learn from people with disabilities. 
Oh, absolutely. And I, mean, I think we can all learn from each other, not just when it comes to disabilities, but I think we can all learn from each other every day. Yeah. And real quick, um, people have heard me say, uh, talk about the fact I have cerebral palsy in con like constant episodes. But like for, for me personally, there are times where I'll get like jealous of you, jealous of my parents, jealous of everyone that doesn't have cerebral palsy because they have full functioning both sides. Like they don't have paralysis. But in the same point, I also know that I have cerebral palsy for a reason and I have a voice for a reason and I think my reason to have it is to prove people wrong and speak up and ask people who are listening to podcast this podcast to listen. Oh I agree very much so and Lindsay I think you and I are a perfect example of how people with learning differences can be successful. I mean, hey, I, you and I both graduated. You were ma magna, was it magna cum laude or summa cum laude? Magnum cum laude. Magna cum laude. And, um, you know, you've been pretty successful, I would say, you know, did very well in school. Um, and I'm, you know, I got my, I also have my bachelor's degree and I'm currently working towards my master's degree in clinical mental health counseling. For those of you who saw my last episode I was in, you probably remember that. Um, so I think Lindsay, what you said was very well said and I couldn't agree with you more. I feel like at times I read your minds on what you're saying, on what I you're thinking. I think we both read each other's minds, you know, just good, that good of a friendship. We just, you know, we, we just know each other that well. Okay. So number two, people with disabilities are always sick and in constant pain. Um, I would say that is definitely not true. And I'm going to um, kind of use a similar example that Dr. Marsden used on her episode when she appeared. Um, if, if so, someone who would, if I, if someone were to say that to me, again, I'm quote, I'm going to kind of use Dr. Marsden's example. So I want to give her credit for this. Um, I would probably also, you know, more want to ask them why they seem to think that way. You know, why do you think that people with disabilities are always sick and in constant pain? Because um, that's, you know, I can, I can tell you, I have ADHD, but I wouldn't say like, where like where where does sickness come into play like i don't even know if people are using the sickness in the right context so like i said i would just more want to ask someone why they think that way and then just you know simply just you know tell them that educate them on how that's not true i mean you know because it's not i mean you you know that lindsay you know we're not i would say we're not we're pretty happy and we're not sick and and in pain all the time. So I'd be curious about where that mindset came from. How much education have you had? That's also that's also a good question to ask too. And and I'm gonna bring and I hope you don't mind, I'm gonna bring therapy in this a little bit, you know. I, if I had a client who 
kind of came in and was like that, you know, I'm not, and I'm not here to judge them for that. But, and that's, that's why I was saying that that's why I would want to just ask them to kind of, kind of really understand where their thought process is coming from too. Because, you know, cause I, that is, cause I can tell you that myth is just not true. Um, and so, yeah, I would just want to, like I said, I know it sounds like a broken record, but I would just want to question, you know, just kind of get more information about why they think that way. Because that's actually, you know, when you were sending me these, Lindsay, I'd actually not heard about that myth before. I, I honestly had never looked up any myths until yesterday because I didn't, I knew there was a possibility we would be discriminated against disabilities. Mm -hmm. I mean, I knew I was aware of some, but, you know, some of the ones that you sent me, I was like, oh, I never heard that one before. Um, but that's why, you know, I'm happy that we're doing something like this where we can just, you know, simply, I think educating people about this is really the way to go is because I, it's like I said earlier, I think a lot of it comes from people just simply, there's a lack of knowledge about people with, with learning differences. And so, I think, I think just educating is the way to go. But I also, going back to the people are, people with disabilities are always sick and in constant pain with what you said about what Dr. Marsden said. I would also ask them, like, did anyone in your family educate you and if y'all talked about disabilities, what were they saying? Yeah, that's a good point too. Because when, you know, when I was growing up, you know, my parents always raised, taught me, you know, and my uh, two siblings, my two brothers to just be, you know, to just not judge people for anything to just, you know, to just not, you know, to accept people for who they are. So I, I also think a lot of how people are, t are brought up does play a role too in people's mindset and thinking. And if there are parents that have younger children um, I that are listening to this episode, I encourage you to just sit down and have a conversation with them. Of course, <laughs> if they're young, you'll have to slowly but surely have that conversation. Because like a two-year-old or a five-year-old will probably not really understand what you're saying. And I just think the sooner you start this conversation, if you don't have a person that suffers from a disability in your family, the better educated and the better they would have the understanding when they do see a disability. I agree a hundred percent. And something that I always even tell people too is, you know, I'll tell like my friends, if you have, you know, I'm pretty open, you know, with people I know about my learning difference. And so I'm like, if you ever have any questions about my learning difference, or if there's anything you want to know about something I'm struggling with, just ask me, I'd much rather you ask me and I can answer it for you rather than, um, you know, just you, make you assuming. You yeah, assume. like, yeah. And I tell, yeah, so that's why I tell people, I'm like, just if there's something about it that you want to know that you're curious about, just ask me. I'm happy to, you know, answer any questions you may have. 
And everyone listening is invited to contact one of us. Absolutely. And Sam, if you're okay with it, I'm going to share your social media Mm -hmm. profile so they can contact you directly if it's a question for you. Mm -hmm. I'm also happy to give out like my email address too. Okay. So... This one is a little confusing to me. Hopefully you under like you understand it a little better. Hmm, let's see. Um um I guess I haven't heard this one either. Um you know, because I saw this, I was like, what does that mean? But um well, yes. I'll I'll try and get started. If someone here listening understands the myth if you don't mind like contacting me to to help explain it a little better I would greatly appreciate it I think Sam and I both would but yes please definitely but I think what it means is it's really dependent on the disability I think, I think that's so, yeah. more of a case by case. I mean, yes, some are like you and I are brave, are inspirational, and kick butt dealing with our disability. But some people don't feel that way. And I think they... maybe. Go Sorry. ahead. Give me a sec. Because. Some people with disabilities feel ashamed of having them. They feel ashamed. And unfortunately, sometimes it um sometimes they don't feel brave. They don't feel like they're inspirational and they don't feel like they're courageous. Because they might be feeling like they're a burden. And that makes me very, very sad to say. But just because Sam and I are are calling, like, speaking about this, some people don't. Right. Yes, definitely. Um, there are people that are, you know, they kind of, um, you know, maybe, and that could they they don't really want to talk about it maybe because they're it's for the exact reasons that you were saying um they're ashamed um they may have been told um they don't have the best support system they may like i said they may have been told that they um you know maybe worthless or it's really unfortunate because you know when when you have people that just tell people you know, things like that, all it really does is just bring them down and it really doesn't do anything to boost their confidence. And if they don't have people that are boosting their confidence, then they're, they're, they're going to be ashamed. Exactly. So finding, having a good support system definitely helps for sure. And if anyone with the disability that is listening Sam and I are so proud of you. We know 
that it's not easy dealing with some disabilities. Well, all disabilities are probably not easy to deal with, but I am very proud of you. I applaud you. And I encourage you to not listen to what your support system or system is saying if they're saying bad things to you because you are enough and there are going to be people in this world that will want to learn from you. So don't be ashamed, be proud and prove to other people that no matter what you can do it. Exactly. Um, one example I want to give real quick is many people have heard of this NFL player, but uh, J.J. Watt, and he is married to Kalia Watt, and you may not notice this when you look at a picture of her, but she is legally blind in her left eye. She is legally blind that did not let that define her and is now a professional soccer player. I mean, if there's if there's one, uh, if Kalia can do it, then you can too. Exactly. Uh, keep preaching, Lindsay. Keep preaching. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you, I'm, I'm no, you're taking fine. a lot of the times, but as you're talking... I think of other points to make. Oh, no, you're you're good. You're good. But no, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, you know, just I just have courage. I'm quoting the Celine Dion song there. Um, and um, just believe in yourself. Um, you're because you- here. <laughs> yes, don't mind us. We love to sing. Um, sorry. I... Um... Now that no, I, you're good. Now that I feel like very comfortable interview like interviewing now, mm-hmm. people are gonna start seeing my my other side where I'm funny, where I'm more open. But I nice. can tell you guys, and I Sam, I told you this before we started recording. The season finale person. I was so nervous to interview, but that's because I'm going to just tell you what probably profession he's in. He's an athlete, and it's not every, he's my first, or they are my first athlete on there, and I don't get that every day, so if you notice nervousness in my voice, just bear with me in that episode. You're doing great, Lindsay. You're doing great. Okay. People with disabilities are special and should be treated differently. No. No, no, oh, no, heard- no, no. We oh, are- I've heard that one. I feel like we've heard almost all of these before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is probably the one that I probably have heard more often. I don't get why 
people who don't deal with what you and I do, Sam, or the 40 million people in America that lives with the disability, why they think we're special. Just because we have a limitation doesn't mean we can't do what you're doing. We just need a different way of going about it. Like I could not, I could not, I could not play baseball or softball just because of my right arm. I know people are going to say, yes, you can, but I would need a special coach to come and help show me ways on. But hey, we all, we're all, we all have our, we all have our, our own set of strengths. You know, we're, we're all, we all may not be good at the same thing. Um, but we all have some strengths inside us. And so I don't want us to uh, lose sight of that because I think, you know, we all, sometimes we get this mindset of, oh, we have to be good at this or, you know, you know, or, you know, we shouldn't be good at this or, you know, all these things, but just know that we all have um, our own set of strengths. And so for anyone listening that does have a learning difference or any kind of disability, please know that you do have some strengths on you. I may not know, meet you, but I know there are something, there are things in this life that you are good at and you should be proud of those. And, and nobody's perfect. No, nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. I got a so, you know, just be proud of who you are. I know I said this last episode too, but I'm going to, some things I'm just going to keep saying it. Um, just be proud of who you are and don't let your learning difference define who you are. Yes. And um, so disability is a personal trage- tragedy and deserves our pity. This really makes me angry, so I'm going to go let you go first. Um, I, again, I would want to be like, why do you, why, where do you, th- why, where is that mindset coming from? Like, why is this a, tra- a tragedy, you know? I mean, granted, it's not easy having a learning difference, but I wouldn't necessarily define it as a tragedy. I mean, it's not like anyone died or anything, so... I mean, so this one is definitely, you know, I would disagree with this one for sure. Cause you know, um, you know, cause it's not, you know, it's not a tragedy. I mean, we, we sometimes it's like Lindsay said, it's not that we can't do it. Just sometimes we need, we need it, things explained to us in a different way. And it might just take us a little longer. It's not. And we don't deserve your pity. We deserve your help if we need help. Your help and support. And it just, this is the one episode where all of you are going to see me fired up. Because there are some things that, um, that are, that are wrong. And if you're thinking that, then you need to learn the mindset to learn. Now, there are some families that are probably willing to open up, but, 
and I, I'm encouraging everyone this. Next time you see someone have, have an issue doing something because they probably have a disability, maybe stay quiet and not make a discriminatory comment. Maybe go, go ask if they need help or just ask them, I see you have a disability. If you feel comfortable explaining it to me, do you mind telling me what it is? Because I want to learn. If people, if people with limitations know you're willing to learn and you don't make a comment that's going to make them uh, mad, then they might be willing to open, but to open up and tell you, but don't be offended if they don't. Because having a disability or a limitation is sometimes hard to deal with. And they, yeah. they don't want to get judged for what they have. Mm -hmm. So yeah. be, be open to learn. But don't get mad if the person is not willing to open up at that time. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it just takes people like Lindsay and I, we're pretty open, as you guys, as you probably know, uh, at this point. But, you know, but it's like she said, not everyone is going to be very open about it. Um and so, I, you know, just be respectful and just be patient with them because, you know, you know, just, yeah, be patient with them because it's, it's not easy. They, it's not, it may not have always been easy for them. So, you know, just be there for them. Um, ask them if there's anything that you can do to help. That's a, that's something that I've, you know, that I've learned in my counseling classes too, when it comes to clients, it's okay to ask a client, well, how can I, what can I do to best help you? So yeah. that's just a good question to ask in general, especially in if, if you're not sure. And if you don't know, that's okay. That's why you just simply ask. That's why, and that's why I said, that's why I tell people, if there's anything you want to know about me, about it, just ask me. Yeah. Um, so the next one is uh, people with disabilities are dependent and always need help. Uh, no. No. Re really, no. I am the type of person where I try to be as independent as I can because I have the mindset of there's two things I can do. I can either make you feel bad for myself dealing with what I deal with and constantly ask you for help, or I can prove you guys wrong that with what I'm dealing with, and I've only shared a few of it so far, I can go out in the world and prove you wrong. And only ask help if I'm really, really frustrated. Yeah, that's my experience is kind of similar. Um, you know, I don't, you know, I don't want to like feel bad for me. Um, I want them to be supportive of me, but I don't want them to like think that, oh, you know, you know what I mean? To like really like feel 
I hope that makes sense of what I'm saying. Like really feel bad for me because I want someone to know that, yes, I have a learning difference and that, and so sometimes if I'm a little bit slow at times, or if it takes me a little bit longer, that that is a contributing factor. But I, and so I always like to kind of give some explanation, not an excuse, of course. Um, But I'm not asking you to feel bad for me. I'm just asking you to just, you know, and I'm not saying that we never need help. Um, Of course, we need help at times, but we don't, we're not, we don't always need help. Um, You know, but we definitely, you know, we just ask that you just be there for us like anybody and, you know, help us out if we need it. Just have your help and support. That's very, very, very true. I think Astro's loving this episode topic because he hasn't left. Maybe yet. he just hears Uncle. Maybe he just hears Uncle Sam. Or he's probably looking at me like, "Mom, what are you doing?" Probably too. Yeah. Because if I'm always looking away, I'm looking at my sweet little dog. Mm, he's so sweet. So, so I lost my place for a second. Give me a second. People with disabilities want to associate with each other. Are you guys really being serious right now? Like, really? You think that the only friends I want to have is people that have disabilities it's not we try to associate with our with peers that don't deal with what we do that don't necessarily understand you could say but we like to associate ourselves with some people who have a disability because they understand what we're going through even if we have two different things. I always, uh, with particular friends, like some that aren't at, uh, from Beacon that I met there, I like talking to people about what I deal with that understand. And some of my friends actually don't. And yes, I'm kind of in my own little shell at times, but that doesn't mean I, I'm not going to have friends that are willing to help, that can, um, that don't deal with what I deal with, but they learn from me. They learn from me and they learn from Sam. Exactly. And yeah, I, you know, I have friends in my grad program that don't have learning differences. So I mean, yeah, I have a big variety of friends too. And you know, I'm, I'm fine with that. And they, and they, all my friends and my grad program, they, I would say for the most, I would say most of them know that I have a learning difference and none of them have judged me for it. So they all are, they're all pretty understanding about that. So that's always good. And they probably ask questions too. Oh yeah, they've asked me questions about it, and I've I've answered them. I don't have an issue with that. I'd rather them, 
I'd rather them ask me questions and then know the truth rather than make assumptions. So, and they, and they, even, they even tell me, they're like, I don't want to, like, I don't want to just assume. They'll sometimes be like, this might seem like a dumb question, but I didn't want to assume. And I'm like, that's okay. Just ask it anyway. I'd much rather you ask it. Y'all, some people with disabilities are willing to open, just like me. So if there's ever any questions that you have, contact me because I will explain so you understand probably what I'm talking about and what terminology I'm using. And you're because also some, me too. Sorry to cut you off. Because sometimes I feel that some people might not understand the terminology. And I am more than willingly, and Sam is too, to talk to you. Absolutely. To talk yeah. to you so you have an understanding. So if you, if you, um, Sorry, give me a quick sec. If you associate yourself with another person with cerebral palsy, then you have a general understanding, but also in the same sense of cerebral palsy, it comes in different ways. And I might be getting into that in a future episode. But just because any disability presents itself in a different way, if that happens, you can learn. You can ask questions. And Sam and I would not, uh, would love to talk to you so you have more of an understanding about disabilities and why I'm fighting for equal rights for people with any type of disability. Oh, absolutely. And Lindsay, if we end up getting a lot of questions, we could even do a follow-up episode with for Q&A, as a, like a Q&A session where we can answer all the questions. Oh, I have an idea that I'll, we could have like a panel episode where we have experts come in Ooh, that's a great idea. Marston, Dr. Marston maybe could be a panel expert. Yes. I'm sorry we keep going off topic, y'all. That's just how our friendship is. And that happens. And, and that's also something that happens with someone with ADHD, too. They, that's a, that is a symptom of ADHD. They get distracted easily. So I try to you know, work on that, try to get myself back on track, on task. Okay. People are confined to their wheelchair. Oh, no. Really? Really? Like, that's, that's my only comment. Really? My thing about this, not every, um, learn, not everything has a wheelchair. And you'll, you may have noticed this, Lindsay, that I typically use the term learning difference rather than disability. And the reason for that is when I think of disability, I think of it as in you cannot do something. Like if you're on a wheelchair, it's be probably because you cannot walk. Um, but people that have like ADHD or even cerebral policy are, can, are capable of doing things. And so I think, so that's why I use the term learning difference. It's 
rather than disability because we're, we are still capable, we can still learn. It's just that we tend to learn a little bit differently and it might just take us a little bit longer, but we can still learn. I mean, hey, we both have bachelor's degrees. So clearly that shows that we are both, you know, we are capable of learning. Yeah, I... And I always say, use whatever term you want to for disability. That's why you hear me say it in almost every single episode. Um, people with disabilities are a one-dimensional group. Okay, I'm that? saying this word again. Really? We are not a one-dimensional group. There are many types of learning differences or disabilities. So no, just because we have a disability does not make us a one-dimensional group. That's all I'm going to say. Go ahead. Very well said. Very well said. Um, I did that. I mean, I wouldn't say that's true about me. I don't think. Yeah, I actually hadn't heard about that before. I assume you're able to edit it back in. It's recording now. Okay, but yeah, um, I I don't really know where that term one-dimensional group came from. Like, yeah, so I would. I'm gonna have to just say that is not true. I mean. Never heard that one before, not going to lie. People with disabilities cannot, uh, cannot lead a full and productive life. Not true. Really? Like, really? I know I'm raising my voice, but guys, I, I am in my 20s. I was told that I was not able to go to college and get a four-year degree. Now, I am from Texas, so you'll understand why I'm saying this restaurant. I, my parents were told that the best I could do in life was work out Whataburger for minimum wage. But And you've heard me say this in multiple episodes. I have, For yeah. six years after that turn, after that information was told to my parents, I have graduated with a four-year degree from a four-year college. I graduated college. One sec. I graduated with a three-point-six-six GPA. And guys, I graduated magna cum laude, which is a very, like, it means you you focused on your studies and you're getting recognized by getting that. But you can live a full and productive life. Don't ever yeah. think that. Exactly. And I also graduated magna cum laude a year after Lindsay. Um um, with a three, I think my GPA was like 3.6 or 3.7, somewhere up there. Um, and like I've said before, now I am in grad school, uh, working towards my master's in clinical mental health counseling. So, yeah, so like, and it's like I've said earlier, you know, don't, 
you know, don't let, don't ever let people tell you, you can't do something. If you want to do something, go for it. You know, I, be, I believe in you. Lindsay believes in you. I believe in you too. So just, our, fa you know, our families believe in you. Exactly. And surround your, surround yourself with people who do respect you, who are going to be supportive of you um, and are going to be there for you because those are the kind of people that, you know, and that will help. And I know from my experience and Lindsay probably can vouch for this too, that having uh, the, having a good support system definitely helps. Yes. Yes. Well, guys, the reason Sam and I wanted to talk about myths surrounding with disabilities is because if a person with a disability is listening, we want to show you that you can advocate for yourself and you can defend yourself, although you shouldn't have to. Um, you shouldn't have to. And if you're having to defend yourself, I would like to say, and I know Sam would too, I am so sorry you're having to do that. Because yes, I'm sorry too for you if you're dealing with that kind of thing. Because having a learning difference, a uh, limitation or a disability, whatever word you use, is not in your control. And if that person is uh, still not believing you, then I invite you to say, well, why don't you listen to the podcast Disability Discrimination Band starting now? Because... Uh, invite them to hit us up and ask us any questions, too. Now, because I will start defending you. And then these people will feel stupid for not believing for not believing in you in the first place. We also wanted to do this because we want to educate the people that don't deal with this about the myths surrounding any type of disability or whatever word you use. Um, one sec. And my hope is now that everyone is educated and try to end disability discrimination. And I can promise you guys, this podcast will stay around until that day has come. Uh, well, thank you, Sam. Thank you for coming back on the show. Thank you again for having me. And I hope that you'll in the future that you'll ask me, I'm sure you will, uh, to join, to be part of another episode. Yeah. So yes, thank you. You'll and, be back. You'll be back again, soon. Oh yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Yes, I will be back in a future episode with another, uh, another former guest of Lindsay's. Well, Thank you for listening in, and I will talk to you guys in episode 16. Bye, Bye guys. I believe in y'all.
Oh.